following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. gentlemen welcome back a uh, little bit late but better late than never welcome back to an episode of fantasy beasts and where to find them the fantasy football podcast i am kyle rainey joined again this week gary halt gary how are you i'm doing great another another week of fantasy football uh hopefully you guys are doing well in your leagues if you're not then i'm sorry yeah it's uh <laughs> it's been a chaotic year for sure we'll figure we'll get through most of the top 10 the discussion from last week the thursday night and then i might maybe we'll sprinkle in some players that uh have underperformed or over overperformed for this week. Uh, we'll start off hot here. Quarterback, uh, the number 10 list, uh, 17th overall in the year. Matt Ryan comes in with 20.9 points. Uh, Jalen Hurts comes in at number 9. He is 7th overall in the year with 22 even. Baker Mayfield has himself a game. The 22nd ranked quarterback uh, goes for 22.8 points this week. Davis Mills, 33rd, goes for 24.2. I can honestly say I did not see that one coming, Gary. No, not at all. Uh, number six on the day, Car- or on the week, shall we say, Carson Wentz uh, goes for 24.5. He threw for over 400 yards finally. Yeah, I mean, that's why they traded for him. He's, he's finally kind of piecing it together. I mean, they, they don't have much assistance there in Indy around him. The line's not been very good. The receivers have been so injured. Um but number five, Jameis Winston comes out, uh, 15th ranked quarterback, 25.6 points on the day. On Sunday night, Josh Allen comes out. He's moved himself up to number four overall in the power rankings, 35.9 points on the day. Tom Brady continues to sit at one. He is number three for the week, 39.3 points. He absolutely dissected Miami this week. Yes, he did. Uh, number two, Sixth rank in the power rankings. Justin Herbert goes for forty-one point six this week. I know that's gonna make you happy. I know. <laughs> we were sitting in the uh, in in your dad's house, and I was just going nuts over the last couple games because all my all my players were in the four o'clock games. And uh, number one of the week, number two overall, Lamar Jackson. Um, he's making me eat my words. He looked like a pro level quarterback this week. Yeah. A blind squirrel finds it out every once in a while. I mean, it's been most of the season, though, man. Uh, obviously, we'll see how he finishes out the season. But 400 yards, the first quarterback in league history to have thrown over 40 passes with an 80% completion percentage. Uh, Lamar did it all this week. 43.2 points for him. I can't even talk trash at this point. The guy is uh, proving critics wrong left and right this year. Yeah, if he can sustain it, and why not? But... We'll see what happens throughout the rest of the season and see what he can do. Yeah, uh, on to running backs. So some surprises here again this week. But coming in at number 10, Najee Harris, the fourth-ranked running back, puts up 24.2 points for the on the week. Uh, the Cleveland duo really put it up. 
Kareem Hunt puts up 25.6. Nick Chubb puts up 20 or 26. Uh, Gary, you and I talked on Facebook Live about that. I just I had this gut feeling Nick Chubb was going to finally have that breakout game we were waiting for. Yeah, and we were correct. You were correct. Uh, it's, it's funny to see, though. Hunt is ranked 6 overall. Chubb is ranked 12. It's almost like uh, Hunt Hunt really being the touchdown vultures what's what's affecting that. But, yep. Uh, number 7 on the week. Your number five ranked running back, Zeke Elliott, comes in with 27.2. And he got banged up for a bit during that game. Uh, number six, the, the head-pounding, frustrating backup in Minnesota, Alexander Madison, goes for 28.3. He's ranked 24th overall. Uh, Delvin Cook is ranked well behind him. Delvin Cook is just not putting it together this year. No, it's it's very frustrating, especially for Delvin Cook owners, because you know he's a top three back when he's healthy and when he's playing well. And he's just not, he's just underperforming. He's just not showing up at all. Uh, number five on the week, Alvin Kamara, the number nine ranked back, puts up 29.2. Miles Gaskin emerges out of nowhere. He is your 20th ranked running back, fourth of the week, 31.9 points. Did a lot of damage through the air. Um, I really like Miami's matchup against that secondary play, but I didn't expect Miles Gaskin to be the guy doing all the damage with receptions. No, I mean, Gaskin's kind of really their only running back threat there, so it's nice. And they to haven't see. been using him. No, it's nice to see that he's put together a game finally. <coughs> uh, number three on this list, Gary, I know you're happy about this, but Austin Eckler goes for 32.9 points. He is your running back two currently this year. He uh, Early on, he didn't look great, and then he kind of put it together in the third, fourth quarter. Uh, running back number two of the week, running back number one overall, King Henry puts up 33 points. And running back number one of the week, number 10 overall, Jonathan Taylor puts up 33.9 on uh, Monday Night Football. Really an odd game. Yeah, I didn't get to watch it. Um, all I am aware of on it is there was a lot of back and forth, and Baltimore pulled it out in uh, in the waning moments there. We were all tired. I didn't stay up for it. Yeah. Tired being an understatement. Uh, Receiver-wise, a familiar name at the top of this list. A uh, guy that we talked about slightly, but I don't think anybody expected him to be the number two receiver in the entire league this year. Uh, but starting from 10, uh, let me just confirm I can count to 10 here. Uh, number 10 of the week, DK Metcalf, 11th overall, 26.8 points uh, on the day. Number 9, Cortland Sutton. Went into the game, was doubtful on Saturday with an ankle. Ends up suiting up. He's your 27th overall, but he puts up 27 points again. Uh, Thursday night, number 8 of the week. Number 23 overall, really with this game and the last game. Robert Woods puts up 29 points. Uh, Number 7, wide receiver. The guy that looks like we swung and missed on here, Gary. Jamar Chase, 8th overall in fantasy, 29.9 points. Yeah, I mean... We're wrong, we're wrong, looking like that, but just a talented guy. We knew we knew he had the talent, but... It was if we, if somebody could draw it out of him, and right. somehow it's finally hit clicking yeah. for him. And I think it's because he landed with a quarterback he's comfortable with. Uh, number six on the week, not or not even the number one Tampa tight end or option here. Mike Evans comes in at six. He's the 10th ranked wide receiver in the league, 31.3 points. Number five, a guy that Gary, it's it's nice to get some redemption here. We were very high on him. He disappeared, and he hangs 31.6 points. Kadarius Tony comes and out and has a breakout. 
I wouldn't. I, and the thing is, it's like it's not even like he disappeared. They just never gave him a shot. Correct. Uh, but they said that he disappeared in camp. He had the COVID scare. He yeah. fell behind learning the books. Uh, and really, he he probably had a chance to be at least top three had he not been ejected for swinging right. on Demonte or Demontre KZ in the middle of that game. I think Tony. Oh, sorry. You got it here. Tony has a shot to uh, be the number one there. Be number one, but even with all the injuries coming back, be at least a number three. Yeah. Um, number four on the list, Antonio Brown, number 22 overall, 33.4 points. That's impressive that he's number 22 considering he missed back-to-back games on the COVID list. Mm-hmm. Um, not too far off, number three, his own cousin, Marquise Hollywood Brown, number six overall. Hollywood having a reinvention this year after a sophomore slump. 35.5 points. Yeah, that's what they uh, they wanted him to do. I mean, they Baltimore and their fans were really unhappy with him last year, but, I mean, how could you not be happy with what he's doing so he's far He's been year? phenomenal. Um, number two on the list, a guy who's just been phenomenal in every aspect, uh, Devonta Adam, number, uh, number four overall receiver, 37.6 points so far uh, to put him at second this week. And number one, a guy who I honestly told Frank to sit this week because I didn't like his matchup. Thankfully, he didn't listen to me. Mike Williams, former Clemson product, the number two ranked wide receiver in the league, 38.5 points this week. Mike Williams is soaring. I mean, stats alone, he, we're sitting here looking at game logs so far, and Mike Williams has gone 22, 22, 35, 2, 38. Mike Williams could easily be the top wide receiver had not yeah. been for that week four game against the, against the Raiders. Um, but really, I mean, a guy who was drafted on all this high talent, a first-round pick, and it was a, well, can he, can he really gain it? Can, can he prove it? Well, he's proven it this year. Yeah, uh, and we know uh, Herbert said he wanted to get him more involved, and yeah, he's doing it. So That was something that you and I talked about early on in the season, like, hey, may, maybe this is his year, and... Well, guess what I think it is. Uh, and then on to the last position, really, to cover. Tight ends. Um, we had some emerging names on this list this week. Starting at number 10, Dan Arnold pops on this list with 10.4 points. Uh, his Jacksonville day, or his Jacksonville breakout game. Number 9, Gary, a uh, tight end that you're a fan of. I don't know if you flex both these guys, but Hayden Hurst comes in at number 9 for Atlanta. 12 I points even. Them, I play them both in, I think, my one league. The Dynasty? Yeah, I have to. Um, number eight on the list, Donald Parham Jr., 12.9 points. Back-to-back 12-point games. Parham's finally being targeted in the red zone. It's tough to not want to target a 6.7 athlete like he is. No, yeah. Uh, so hopefully that keeps up. It's the guy that I thought he would be the entire time with L.A., um, I really like his matchup this upcoming week as well. Number seven on the week, the breakout of the year. He's a fifth-ranked tight end out of Dallas, Dalton Schultz with 13.9 points. Even when he's not touchdown dependent, he's pulling targets. Tight end's been so tricky this year. Like, It's not really been consistent. Not even close. Uh, number six of the week, number one overall, Travis Kelsey comes in with 17.7 points. It's pretty impressive because he didn't have that great of a day against Buffalo, and he still managed to sit there with 17.7. Like him and Tyreek were kind of quiet, but they still kind of 
We and we, so we figure we 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 pulled the bend don't break as Buffalo's defense very much showed likes to and they allowed those guys to get their targets but they didn't gash us score wise. Uh, number five this week, New England Patriots again, guys. It's a rotating rotating game in New England. That's why we told you to avoid kind of both options. Um, Hunter Henry comes out uh, ninth ranked, fifth this week, nineteen point five points. Number four, your third ranked tight end. Wow, that's weird to say. Uh, with 22.7 points, Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox has been quietly having a very good year. Dawson Knox has been a revelation in Buffalo, and it's things I don't think many Buffalo Bills fans expected to see. Uh, number three on the list, Gary, this is where we expected him to eventually show up. Uh, the sixth-ranked tight end, and I think a lot of it came down to this week alone, Kyle Pitts puts up 28.9 points this week. Yeah, I mean, we were watching him. He had a nice one-handed catch. The London debut, that's the yeah. kid we saw on tape and we were infatuated with, and he's finally getting... And the problem is, is they just don't get him involved. I don't even know if it's that. I mean, tight end's the toughest position to learn and immediately translate to. And I knew it wouldn't be an immediate, he's Kyle Pitts we saw in college. Right. You're going to have that translation. I just think they they had a lot of weapons there, and they weren't sure how to use them yet. And I think now with a, the um, injuries that... They're like, okay, let's get this kid the ball. It wouldn't shock me to see Kyle Pitts finish out the year as a top three tight end now after he finally clicked. They need to use him more as a receiver than a big body tight end. They gotta get him the ball. Put him all over the offense. Mm-hmm. Uh number two this week, honestly a name I will say I was surprised by seeing. Uh out of Cleveland, David Njoku, thirteenth ranked player. Yeah, he's not even their technical starter. No, twenty nine point nine points. Um they have, what, three tight ends there? Technically, yeah, because I believe they also have Harrison Bryant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number one of the week, Mark Andrews just going sick. Second ranked in the power rankings now, 43.7 points. Uh, story time, I lost in one of my good leagues after hanging 170 mm-hmm. because the guy I played on Monday night had Lamar and Mark Andrews, yeah. and I got the tar kicked out of me. Um not much you can do when you walk into that buzzsaw. But, yeah, um, an intriguing week to start. We'll run down, I guess, some of the game information and what we saw this week here. Trying to... Are we just in week five? Yeah, we just got through the halfway point, or through the first quarter of the season. Uh, Thursday night, Rams and Seahawks. Kind of a lackluster game. We already discussed this little. Rams knock off Seahawks 26-17. Uh, the real big stories here... Russell Wilson gets hurt. Yeah. Uh, that finger was, was messed like a, up. Was it his middle finger, I think? Or something uh, they like said that. ring finger, but all the photos I okay. saw was his, it was his middle yeah. finger. I, I saw it. It was, like, bent a little bit. It was crooked, and he underwent surgery to repair it. They're so saying he's expected if, six weeks. Yeah, they're saying if it's that, like, nerve in the front of your finger or whatever, it's pretty bad. Yeah, and it could mess with his throwing motion mm-hmm. going forward. Uh, but Geno Smith comes in, uh, replaces him, goes 10 of 17 for 131, a touchdown and a he pick. He almost won that game. He was close. Alex Collins, the starting running back, um, there was no Chris Carson this past week. I, DK Metcalf, 5 of 98, two touchdowns, a real big name. Robert Woods goes 12 of 150 receiving-wise. Cooper Cup went 7 of 92 still. Cooper Cup is, is, it, is it elite? I believe Cooper Cup is still wide receiver one of fantasy. Um, on to the Sunday slate, 9 a.m. in London. The Falcons edge off the Jets, 
27 to 20. They almost um, blew the game. <laughs> they they almost did blow the game. Zach Wilson, 19 of 32, 192, threw a pick. Uh, Michael Carter, 10 of 38 in a touchdown. It seems like he's starting to become that RB1. You hope so. I mean, the average rush or yards per carry is not great, but... That offensive line does not help. Correct. Um, Atlanta Falcons, on the other hand. Matt Ryan, 33 of 45, two touchdowns, 342. Um, Cordero Patterson just continues to be that guy. 14 rushes for 57 yards. Seven receptions for 60 yards in the air. Atlanta going to a bye this week. So are the Jets. Um, Kyle Pitts, 9 of 119 and one touchdown. It seems like they go 50-50 with him and Mike Davis. Mike Davis just does nothing with his chances. Correct. Um, I mean, down the line here, Mike Davis, 13 of 53 and one touch. Really, Patterson's rush, running the same amount that, that Davis is, but Patterson's just getting involved in the passing game as well. Right. Um an intriguing aspect there is Calvin Ridley doesn't play um, going into the bye week. Had some personal matters. Hopefully that'll bring Calvin Ridley back healthy because Calvin Ridley has underperformed this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, the New Orleans Saints edge out the Washington football team 33-22. to Jameis, four touchdowns tossed. Uh, 15 of 32 with 79. Four touchdowns, one pick. Alvin Kamara goes for 71 and a touch on the ground, adds an additional five for 51 and a touch in the air. Uh, Deontay Harris goes one for 72 and a touchdown, and I'll tell you right now, my favorite part about that, I had a gut feeling he would do that this week, and I played him in a dynasty league. Uh, And it paid dividends, got me a couple points there. Marcus Callaway with a game finally, four of 85 and two touches. Every time I sit him, he plays good. Um, The Washington football team, Taylor Heineke, 20 of 41, 248, two interceptions. Uh, Antonio Gibson put punches, two touchdowns in, and had 60 yards on the ground. Taylor Heineke ran for 40 yards. Um, Terry McLaren, really, the the uh, or the disappointment of the day in that game, only goes uh, 4 of 46. The Green Bay Packers, Cincinnati Bengals, what a catastrophe of a game this was. Yeah, um, there was, what, five or six missed field goals? Yeah, if you could miss a field goal in this game, you, sh- you sure were. Um, Kicking-wise, we'll go right to that. Crosby was four of seven and Yikes. one of two in the extra point game. Um, Rodgers goes 27 of 39, 344, two touchdowns, one pick. Aaron Jones goes over 100 yards on the ground. Devontae Adams, 11 for 206 and a touch. A.J. Dillon adds 30 yards on the ground, 49 through the air. Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow goes 26 of 38, 281, two touchdowns, two picks, and a contusion on his neck. He is currently on a soft-speaking, like, low-voice exercise for the week to try to be able to play. I was going to say, I didn't see anything after the... I I got an update just earlier today about it, actually. Um, He's on pace to play. But not a great news when uh, your franchise quarterback has a bruised neck. Uh, Joe Burrow is on voice rest after throat contusion, but is expected to play Sunday per Adam Schefter. You might have to. You can't probably yell with him. That could affect this week's game as well. Samaje Pirine has 59 yards on the ground, adds 4 of 24 on the air for a touch. Joe Mixon, 10 of 33 in a touch. Jamar Chase, 6 of 159 in a touch. 
the Detroit Lions, Minnesota Vikings. Vikings miss. Uh, Vikings lose the game after, or win the game after a last second field goal puts them over the top on Detroit, because what else would happen with Detroit's luck? Jared Goff, 21 of 35, 203, one interception. Uh, Jamal Williams leads the backfield again, 13 of 57. Uh, but DeAndre Swift, uh, this is this is the most confusing thing for me. Swift goes 11 of 51 and a touch, adds 53 on six receptions in the air. Um, I'm on St. Brown. Finally getting some uh, targeting here. 7 of 65. Quintez Cephas has been the number one target. He is on the IR. Expected to miss multiple games, if not the rest of the season, with a broken collarbone. Pick up a minor St. Brown in leagues he's available. I have already in quite a few. Um, Minnesota. Kirk Cousins. 25 of 34. 275 a touch. One pick. Alexander Madison. 113 on the ground. Add 7 of 40 for a touch in the air. Justin Jefferson, 7 of 124. The Vikings continue to look stagnant. The Denver Broncos and Pittsburgh Steelers, Gary. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, 24 of 38, 288, two touchdowns, one pick. Um, Javante Williams leads the way rushing, 8 of 61, and adds 3 of 25 in the air. Horton Sutton goes 7 of 120 in a touch. Tim Patrick, 7 of 89. The Pittsburgh Steelers, on the other hand. Ben Roethlisberger, 15 of 25, 253, two touchdowns. Najee Harris, 23 rushes, 122 in a touch on the ground. Uh, Gary, the Steelers are in some trouble here. Deontay's out for the rest of the year. And Juju. Or Juju. Juju's out for the rest of the year. Juju's out. I mean... Maybe they'll get Claypool more involved. Claypool, 5 of 130 and a touch. Anthony Miller signs there. Uh, see if he gets a custom after he had already tweeted out Duval expected to sign with the Jags this past uh, or this past weekend mm-hmm. uh, and signs with Pittsburgh. Deontay Johnson, 2 of 72 and a touch. The Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Tennessee beats them up. 37-19. Ryan Tannehill, 14-22, of 197 at a touch. Derrick Henry goes for 130 and three touchdowns. Marcus Johnson leads the way for Tennessee, 3-52. of 52. A.J. Brown goes 3-38. of 38. A.J. Brown is just not having it this year. Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, 23-33, of 273, one touch, one pick. James Robinson, 18-149 of 149 and a touch on the ground. Uh, Dan Arnold, 6 of 64. That team is just miserable right now. Philadelphia Eagles, Carolina Panthers. Uh, Eagles edge out the Panthers, 21 to 18. Gary, your guy, uh, Jalen Hurts here, 22 of 37, 198 through one pick and ran for 30 and two touchdowns on the ground, really saving that game. Uh, again, as we've discussed here, though, almost an even split. 50-50 between running, or the quarterbacks rushing and the running backs getting receiving here. Yep. Uh, Miles Sanders just not getting the ball. Not getting the ball and not doing much with it. And Kenneth Gainwell gets two for 16 and adds uh, one catch in the process. Devonta Smith goes 7 of 77. Dallas Goddard goes 2 of 28 and gets placed on the COVID list this week. Carolina Panthers, Sam Darnold, 21 of 37, 177. One touchdown, three picks, sacked three times. 
Chuba Hubbard goes over 101 yards. And DJ Moore goes 5 of 42. Not a, not the day we were hoping for out of him, huh? No. <laughs> uh, Miami Dolphins uh, crumble in the fourth quarter to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Bucks win 45 to 17. Uh, Miami, Jacoby Brissett, 27 of 39, 275, two touchdowns, one pick. Miles Gaskin, five rushes for 25 yards. Miles Gaskin, 10 catches for 74 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Jalen Waddell, a guy who I thought was going to have a very good day, went 2 of 31. Tampa Bay, on the other hand, uh, even gets... Blaine Gabbert gets into the game, 4 for 4 of 41. Tom Brady, 3 of 41, 4 11, 5 touchdowns. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 67 and a touch on the ground. I think it's safe to say Ronald Jones is shot. Jalen Darden have any catches? Jalen Darden did not play again. Jalen I mean, Darden was a healthy scratch gun. I'm not surprised just because there's so much there. but um, I mean, Antonio Brown, 7 of 124, two touchdowns. Mike Evans, 6 of 113, two touchdowns. Chris Godwin, 7 of 70. Leonard Fournette adds 4 of 43 on the ground. Uh, Tampa Bay was firing on all cylinders this week. Houston and New England... Houston found a way to lose this game. Did you see them punt for zero yards? No, I did not see Their that. punter kicked the ball and spiraled it directly in the air and out of bounds where they were. He punted for exactly zero <laughs> yards. Uh, that's really what opened the game back up for New England to win here. Um, Mac Jones, 23 of 30, 231, one touchdown, one pick, sacked once. Damian Harris, 14-58 and a touch, and he gets injured on the day. Uh, Hunter Henry leads away receiving six of 75 and a touch. Houston in those hands, David or Davis Mills, 21 of 29, 312, three touchdowns. Um, Chris Moore, 5 of 109 and one touch. Chris Conley, 3 of 84 and one touch. Cleveland Browns, LA Chargers. That game was uh, the first game in league history where a team is in Cleveland, I believe, had over 400 yards, no in or, or no turnovers, yeah, and, then lost and over 40 points and still lost. Baker Mayfield goes th- 23 of 32, 305, two touchdowns. Um, Nick Chubb, 161 and a touch. Kareem Hunt, 16 or 61 yards and a touch and adds in 5 of 28 on the ground. David Njoku, 7 of 149 and a touch. Leading receiver, Donovan Peoples-Jones, 5 of 70. Donovan Peoples-Jones is coming out here. DPJ time, baby. How did OBJ do? Uh, two of twenty. So like OBJ should. Cleveland Bra- or uh, LA Chargers on the other hand, uh, Justin Herbert, twenty six of forty three, three ninety eight, four touchdowns, sacked twice. Austin Eckler, seventeen of sixty six with one or with two touchdowns on the ground. Justin Herbert, twenty nine and rushes for one. Mike Williams, eight of one sixty five, two touchdowns. Austin Eckler adds five of fifty three and a touch on the or in the air as well. Um, the Chicago Bears, Las Vegas Raiders, 20-9 final. Bears knock off the Raiders. Not what I expected. Justin Fields, 12 of 20, 111 yards and a touch. He gets hurt. Andy Dalton comes in, 1 of 1 and 8 yards. Uh, Khalil Herbert leads the way rushing-wise here. Uh, 18 of 75, 4.2 yard per carry average. Uh, he's a guy who, going forward, is a very good receiving threat. So it wouldn't shock me to see Khalil Herbert steal that job out of uh, Damian Williams. Uh, Darnell Mooney goes 3 of 35. Allen Robinson, 4 of 32. The Raiders, Derek Carr, 25 of 30, or 22 of 35, 206, no touchdowns, one pick, three sacks. Josh Jacobs, 48 and a touchdown. 
The Raiders looked miserable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from what they were, they're just not. They're not doing what they did the first three weeks. Uh, the 49ers and the Cardinals, a game that I predicted to be close and a game that I predicted the Cardinals could hold out and win. Cardinals win 17-10. to 10. Uh, Trey Lance, 15 of 29, 192, no touchdowns thrown. Go figure. Uh, one interception, sacked twice, does not look like a great quarterback, uh, but leads the way rushing, 16 for 89. Um... Debo Samuel, 3 of 58. Kyle Juszczyk, 3 of 35. Brandon Ayuk, 2 of 32. I did see something earlier, though, Gary. Um, their GM, I'm blanking his name, John Lynch. John Lynch said that he is really hopeful this upcoming bye week they can really work to get Brandon Ayuk back up to speed and get him to be the number one receiver there again. Yeah, I mean, with how well Ayuk played last year, and he's just hasn't put it together hopefully they can get him on the right track and I mean how much of this goes to as well they've had lackluster quarterback play Garoppolo's not been great Lance is not looking great uh but on the opposite end here Arizona Cardinals 22 of 31 239 one touchdown sack twice for Kyler Murray Rondell Moore leads the way rushing three of 38 Chase Edmonds goes six of 15 but adds Three of nineteen on the ground or in the air. He didn't have a great day at all. DeAndre Hopkins leads the way finally. Six of eighty-seven in a touch. That's a bounce back game, Gary. I know you've been critical of him lately. Yeah, he, early on he was looking a little rough, but now he's hopefully gonna put it together for the rest of the season. The ugliest game of the day, New York Giants, Dallas Cowboys. That game ended in blows. Oh yeah. Uh Cowboys win forty-four to twenty. New York Giants leading passer of the day, Mike Glennon, 16 or 25, 196 and a touch, two picks. Daniel Jones knocked out with a concussion, was 5 of 13, 98 yards at the time of leaving. Devontae Booker leads the way as Saquon Barkley looks like he's got a softball plant at his ankle. Yeah, that was Booker gross. goes 16 of 42 for a touch. Kadarius Tony leads the way, 10 of 189. Uh, Evan Ingram, second receiver on the team, 455. The Cowboys, on the other hand, Dak Prescott goes 22 of 32, 302, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Zeke Elliott throws one pass for negative two yards. Goes 21 of 110 and one touchdown on the ground and adds another two catches for two yards and a touchdown in the air. CeeDee Lamb, four of 87, or 84 and a touch. Dalton Schultz, six of 79. Amari Cooper, 3 of 60. The Cowboys just really shellacking them. Uh, Sunday night, Buffalo, Kansas City. Buffalo breaks open a can of whoop-ass here. Wins 38 to 20. Uh, Josh Allen, 15 of 26. 315 yards, 3 touchdowns. Um, I saw a game stat that he is only the second quarterback to have completed 15 or less passes to go over 300 yards in the last, like, 20 years. And the only other quarterback to have done that was Josh Freeman from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Josh Allen leads the way rushing as well. 11 for 59 and a touch. Dawson Knox leads the way receiving. 3 of 117 and a touch. Stephon Diggs, 2 of 69. Nice. Nice. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs in their hand. Pat Mahomes, 33 of 54. 272. Two touchdowns, two picks. Uh, adds 8 of 61 on the ground. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire gets banged up. He's got a knee injury. He's expecting to miss some time. McCole Hardman, 9 of 76. Leads away receiving-wise. Tariq Hill, 7 for 63. Travis Kelsey, 6 of 57 and a touch. And then Monday night here, uh, Indianapolis Colts, Baltimore Ravens. Colts led this game for the most part. 
Ravens come back in overtime win 31 to 50 or to 25. Carson Wentz 25 of 35, 402, two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor 15 for 53 and a touch, adding three of 116 and a touch on the or in the air. Michael Pittman six of 89 and a touch. Um, Ravens on the other hand, Lamar Jackson 37 of 43, 442 yards, four touchdowns, a astonishing completion percentage. Um, adds 14 of 62 on the ground. Mark Andrews, 11 of 147, two touchdowns. Marquise Brown, 9 of 125, two touchdowns. Uh, the Ravens really firing on all cylinders right now. Yeah, even, even though they don't have the running backs. and Did, uh, did Rashad Bateman play this week, or is that next week he's going to play? I believe it's next week. They held him out again this week. Uh, going to Thursday night, Tampa Bay, Philadelphia. Um, I'll tell you this. Jalen Hurts is a must-start. Tampa's defense is still really bad. Um, I don't necessarily think that means I want to play Miles Sanders, but Jalen Hurts should have a game. Devonta Smith should have a game. Um, quite honestly, looking at Zach Ertz this week, short yeah. turnaround. Dallas Goder goes to the COVID list. You got to look for somebody there. They've used him sporadically throughout the season. Zach Ertz is, is a potential play this week. I'm surprised he hasn't asked for a trade. You know, he did, and ultimately they still use the two tight end set is yeah. the thing. They don't have many options besides Devonta Smith. Jalen Rager has not done the job. Um, no, they should probably try to dump on, dump him this year or this season. I can wholeheartedly tell you I don't love uh, I don't love the running back situation in Tampa ever, but Philly's defense is not great. No. Uh, there's a lot of points that are be scored in this game. Wouldn't shock me to see this go over 50 points total. If you've got a guy, make sure you get him out of your flex. Gary, anybody you want to immediately bring up that you think has underperformed this year so far? Just from this team? No, or? from any from any team. Uh, Mike Davis was supposed to be number one running back there and has looked like shit. Uh, I've got Allen Robinson. He's wide receiver 62 currently. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake is, is just non-existent. Kenyon Drake did all he needed to to bury me with one rush for two yards, and that's all he'll do all season, I'm pretty sure. Um, Let me pull up my some of my rosters here too. Good Brandon Ayuk, as we already touched on him, he's absolutely underperformed. Uh, Stephon Diggs to to a point. A lot of yeah. people drafted him as a wide receiver one, and he's wide receiver twenty five right now. But a lot of that too is because the Bills are also spreading the ball a little more than last year. Yes, and, and like, their run game is a little bit more efficient. To to my point as well. I'm sitting here wholeheartedly ready to um, to play Cole Beasley in leagues this weekend. I've got mm-hmm. people who are panicking over the last two weeks of Cole Beasley not seeing targets. Okay, but guess what? Two of the first three weeks he saw 13 targets each. Tennessee does not have a strong slot corner. Right. Cole Beasley's going to Cole Beasley's drawing the game plan. And the Bills are getting the tight ends involved. Last year there was there was any- no tight end. John Brown was not healthy half the half the year. They're using the fact that they can game plan specific people. Yes, fantasy wise, it's really frustrating. Right. But it's similar to what the Pats used to do. Yeah. Hey, uh, this might be Randy Moss week. I mean, this look might at Manuel be Manuel Sanders. Exactly. He's been going off. Because... Manuel Sanders is tied for fourth in the NFL at receiver with, or tied for. Does he have seven touchdowns? He might. 
Maybe he is tied for fourth with seven touchdowns, or he's tied for seventh with four touchdowns. He's something like and that. The reason he's doing so well is because he's wide receiver two going against he. Lesser well, he's a, he's a phenomenal route runner. Right. But he is. He, he's getting either your second or third corner in most scenarios there. Um, but definitely, I mean, Stephon Diggs is, is slightly under underperforming. A.J. Brown and, and Kelvin Riddler, guys, we can put on the list. We were high on both of them. They have not performed. Uh, George Kittle. Yeah. Big name put on that list. I Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook definitely belongs on that list. And, and the problem is when Delvin Cook is healthy... He's put up some games. And week one, week two, 20 and 18. Plays partially healthy week four, 6.4 yards. Doesn't play week five. I would even say Kenny Galladay to a certain extent. Kenny Galladay can't stay healthy. It's the exact issue he's had for quite some time. Um, Trey Sermon. Yeah. People expected a lot out of him. He has done nothing. Um, trying to see what else I might have that I got. Or, or I can grievance. Uh, Marvin Jones started out so well. Last week he had one catch on five targets. Just frustrating. And that was the first catch of the game. And yeah. he missed the other four thrown at him. Um, and, I mean, that's a guy who was a, who was a top five receiver down the stretch last year. Curtis Samuel is a guy you put on that list. Yeah, he has been hurt, though, so... But that's it. He hasn't even been able to... When he came back, he immediately went back on the injured list. Um, who? What else do we got here? I'm trying to see how we feel, what we feel. Dak's been hit or miss. I'm not going to say he's underperformed. I'm not going to say he's been phenomenal. Um, oh, I did have to pick him up. I have to play J.D. McKissick in a league. Oh, I played him last week. I'll tell you, someone who's overperforming by quite a bit, Cordero Patterson. Yeah, I mean... Did not expect him to be this stud. Wasn't even considered a draftable player. Ten years it took for them to find a way to really break him out as a game-breaker, and that's exactly what... And it sucks, because Atlanta can't win games. But that's exactly what he's been as a game-breaker. I'd almost put DeAndre Swift on the uh, disappointment list. He hasn't had bad weeks. But Detroit just does not know how to use him. 26-11, So that tells me he's due for a down game against since he's not great. But the problem is he's seeing less carries than Jamal Williams. They're using him more in the receiving mm-hmm. game. Um, a guy that I'll tell you I, I think I'm very happy with is Deontay Johnson. 14, 21, 26, 17... And he'd be even higher had he not missed the Cincinnati game with a knee injury caused by Ben's er- errant throws. Um, Darren Waller has been somewhat of a disappointment. Outside of his first... Yeah. Like, like, I mean, he hasn't had awful games, but 28 points and 15 points, which you expect out of him. And those are his two highest. 11, 10, and 8 after that. And a tough matchup against Denver this week. Um... Terry McLaren's more than outperformed his draft stock. Uh, TJ Hawkinson started the year red hot and has completely fallen off the face of the earth. Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox is is a real uptick. No one expected that, I don't think. Zach Moss. Zach Moss has been solid. Zach Moss, okay, so Zach Moss, I, I want to say solid because he hasn't done anything great, but when you look at his numbers, 
considering he was benched week one, he has not gone below 12 points right. in any of the four games since. Um, Ryan Tannehill has been a disappointment. Uh, one game over 21 points. Everything else has been 20, 20 and change or less. That's that's rough. Um, CeeDee Lamb, to an extent, I would call it a, a disappointment. Had a great first week, had a great game this past week, uh, and then struggled to get really anything going after that. Mike Gusecki? Gusecki's been hit or miss. Yeah, he's, he's been had, he's been that back half tight on one. Zero, seven, eighteen, sixteen, and eight. So he's only really had two good games. I want to call Chase Edmonds a disappointment. Um, and that sucks because like his first four games, 15, 12, 14, 17, 4. Uh, the game against the 49ers should have been a, a gimme points wise. And they just they want to keep handing the ball mm-hmm. to James Conner, and I don't understand it. Chase Edmonds has been explosive when you give the ball to him. Um, and that is frustrating beyond belief. I mean, last week against the Rams, happened to go 12 of 120, broke a massive run. It's just, I, I don't understand the James Conner allure. I'm hoping maybe we can sh- shut off that soon. Uh, T. Higgins, a bit of a disappointment lately. Yeah, he can't stay healthy. Uh, he missed two straight weeks, he got 10 points this past week. Uh, and he's he's in for a tough matchup going forward. I never thought it was this, but Detroit's ranked 27th against receivers. Hmm. Uh, Detroit's put up a good season. Baltimore and the Jets. It's weird. The two of those are the worst teams in the league, and they're not giving up points to receivers. Um, Gary, anybody else you want to talk up, though, or talk down on? No, I haven't. I think we talked about pretty much everybody so far unless yeah. you back somebody no i think i'm good too then so guys we'll finish it at that uh thank you for holding out for it to be a little bit late this week uh we will talk to you guys now on friday but until next time you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts we'll show you exactly where to find them peace out guys